Too often, faith becomes more about who is in and who is out or about who belongs and who does not. But in order for spirituality to be good for anyone, it has to be good for everyone. In this podcast, we find incredible people using their faith and life as a catalyst for goodness in this world. Be inspired to discover your own goodness in order to make your life, your family, your community, and your world better. Welcome to the Chasing Goodness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kinzara. Great to be with you as always, joined again by my lovely wife, Susie, to talk about what we're going to be talking about at our upcoming chapel, which is this coming weekend, which is Sunday, February 12th at 6.30. And I know all of you football fans out there are like, hey, that's Super Bowl Sunday, you know, whatever. <laughs> Record it or don't watch it. I don't know who's even in the Super Bowl this year. Do you really need to watch that game? But if you're in the Eau Claire area, come join us. It's just a really low-key live event where we focus on the teachings of Jesus and just spend some time together. And this month, we are doing it at Cabin Coffee in Eau Claire. And so we're so thankful to Joe and the crew over there for letting us use their space. So come on over for some great discussion, some wonderful music, some fabulous coffee. And people. And some wonderful people. So we'll be over there at 6.30 this coming Sunday, which if you're listening to this podcast in real time is this coming Sunday. But if you're not, it was February 12th and you probably missed it already. But (laughs) second Sunday of every month for those of you who are in the area. So we wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up of what we're going to be talking about. So with the chapel, what we do is we talk about this year, what we're doing is we follow the seasons. And so last month, we, and this month and next month, we'll be talking about winter. Then we'll move into spring, summer, fall. You get what we're doing. And so this month, what we're going to focus on is a really exciting topic, Susie. I know you're like just so pumped about it. We're going to talk about burdens. I actually am pumped about it. I think this was my idea. <laughs> so you better be excited Because, about you know, in life in general, we always carry some sort of burden. There's always something going on that you know, changes and shifts our thoughts and can be a total distraction to us or can bring about sadness or grief or there's something. But in the winter, it it especially feels like, well, not only do I feel burdened by this issue or this circumstance that's happening in my life, but there's also not a lot of sunshine to kind of pull me out from the pit and I'm not always able to like meet with friends or see family because the weather is bad. Well, for us here in Wisconsin, oh, we got 12 inches of snow. Sorry, I can't come see you this weekend. You know, the highways are blocked. <laughs> yeah. So there, it's just, it's a little bit harder to navigate and to walk through our burdens. Ampli- it feels amplified yeah. in the winter, right? And when, when we were talking about this and you came up with this concept, it really was piggybacking off of what we talked about at chapel last month, which is that we use the winter season to reflect, to focus on kind of what's underneath and to to spend a lot of time resting and contemplating. And sometimes when you take that space to rest, to think, to contemplate, it's not always like roses and sunshine. Usually there's also some time where, yeah, like you said, some stuff comes up and that's where we came across the idea. And you had mentioned, what about if we talked about burdens? Because as you take that time to think and reflect, you're also going to think about things that are burdening you. That could be family, that could be career, that could be money, that could be relationships. There's so many things that could be in there. And it's just a lot of time and space to think. Yes. Yes. So. 
You got to be careful. We have to be careful with our thoughts. And we know that like we're supposed to really be like protecting our our thoughts and our heart and our minds. But when we're resting, we also can go (laughs) spiraling if we're not careful. So I was thinking about this and I was like, why is it so important to God like that we give him our burdens and that we share our burdens with one another? And we had some great conversations and we read some great scriptures based on this very concept. And there's a lot of them. There's stuff in First Peter. There's stuff in Mark. There's stuff in Matthew. There's stuff in Galatians. This is a big deal to God. Um, so I don't know if you want to jump into this right away, but it's it's pretty important that we share our burdens because if we don't, uh, things end up going south pretty fast. Yeah, I know. Um, and so what what you all get and some insight to when we do these podcasts together is really we we're we just go from our couch or our front porch <laughs> to, to in front microphone. of a microphone. We're like, <laughs> hey, we talked about that over coffee. We should record that and see if it's helpful to anybody. And, you know, when I think about burdens, you know, the interesting thing about you and I and a lot of people in marriage relationships is we process things very differently. Oh my goodness, so different. <laughs> and so when I have burdens, which I, you know, like we already said, yeah, here's the question. All the time. When Matt gets burdened, what happens? <laughs> yeah, when Matt gets burdened, the, well, if it's if it's about like a project or something because i you know we built this house you know matt tries to fix everything all by himself you know even trying to fix cars which i have no idea what i'm doing you know we we try to not spend money fixing things we just try to youtube it and figure it out now when i'm in the middle of a project and it's not going well and i'm burdened by things not going well i become like not a, going your way like a 12 year old little boy <laughs> And I've been known to throw things. I've been known to to get like have a fit. curse, curse a little. Like if, if you want to hear Matt swear, <laughs> be around him when he's trying to fix something. And uh, and so that's one of the things. Like if if the burden is something like that, a lot of times I'll just have a fit. I'll just throw a tantrum. <laughs> and I've done this ever since I've been a little boy. You know, um, we're music people, and I grew up, you know, learning to play the drums. If I couldn't get, I remember when I tried to learn. It was the bossa nova, which is a boring beat, but it's like really hard to do. And I remember, like, I got so mad so many times that I threw my drumsticks so many times <laughs> that there were holes in the doors and in the walls of my bedroom where I kept my drum set. Oh my, goodness, my dad your went parents. in. Yeah, so my dad came into my room, looked around, and made me move my drums into our unfinished finished basement because <laughs> that's how Matt deals with some of those burdens. Now, if we take this to a deeper level, because that's just kind of surfacey stuff right. and we can all get frustrated, but if we take it to a deeper level where I'm burdened by something our kids are going through, burdened by something in our relationship, burdened by finances, career, yeah. burdened by career, burdened by the world, my initial response, which is not a healthy one, is to and this might sound strange when I say it out loud, but I don't want to burden other people with my burdens. And so I get very, very internal with my processing of them. I just spin it around in my head. And the reason why this is not healthy, you know, I think it's okay to spend some time contemplating and thinking there's nothing wrong with that. But the unhealthy part of this for me is because I so don't want to you know, I just want to deal without it on my own. And I don't know where that comes from. It's just kind of this independent spirit that I have. Says all men in the world. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably true, right? And the reason this can be a challenge is because I'm playing these things in my head 
throughout the day when I'm feeling burdened by them. And what it does is it keeps me from engaging well in that day or in the relationships or in the work that's in front of me. And so when I'm burdened, it goes internal. I try to deal with it on my own. I don't even let people know what I'm dealing with half the time. And then if there's somebody in front of me or I have something I'm supposed to be doing, I'm not 100% focused on it because I've got this crap going on in my head. So that's how I deal with my So you're not present. You're not not present present at all. Yeah. If you see Matt and he's not present, it's likely because he's dealing with his burdens in an unhealthy way. And when Matt isn't present, I feel a disconnect. I know when you're not being present, just like in any relationship, really, there is a disconnect. And so then there's like a separation. And then it takes a while to build that connection back. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, it gets even deeper than this, which I'm really excited to talk about. But when I get burdens, so what happens to me is I get a short fuse and I'm snarky. So I know I process it externally so you're saying that you have a short so you get snarky i get snarky when does that ever happen (laughs) you experience a lot honey you experience it a lot but yeah my fuse gets short and i'm just i'm not as uh joyful i'm not as personable i'm not as nurturing i just i'm i'm gonna tell you what i think with no filter attached to it and then it does take no filter That's great. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to, you know, for me then it affects my relationships in a negative way where, where yours affects it negatively, but it doesn't necessarily harm. It harms me because I feel a disconnect, but like where mine is just like, no, I'm actually going to harm you and tell you what I think about how you're acting and responding. So it's just, I I can't stand it when I'm feeling burdened because not only am I feeling disconnected and that I'm not loved or I'm rejected, but I just, I'm going to start giving it to the people that are around me, which really stinks. But I have, I have gotten hold of this and I think so have you in so many ways. Sometimes it sneaks back in, but for the most part, like we, Matt and I have really been enjoying this journey because we're like, look at us grow. Like, <laughs> look at us, look at us. Still have room to grow. Grow. Now, the interesting thing about the way that both of us process burdens is that the like when we're in our good spaces, my contemplative, you know, ability to kind of think through things or ponder or you know connect within myself can be a really positive thing. You know, if I get up in the morning, take that time to do that and just get ready for my day, do my intentions and all right. that kind of stuff. Like that's really healthy and actually improves my relationships. But if I get there in a negative space and I'm burdened, then it's 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 a bad thing. Same with you. I, like one a, of the yeah. greatest things about our relationship and and what I appreciate about you is that you'll say what you're thinking and you'll say what's on your heart and that is way better than me having to guess because then we can respond to what's actually there and you do that you know and and that in a healthy place is really really wonderful because you also say super positive things that you'll see and, and feel as well so yeah we just we can't hide things from people but the the and we we have like that's why this this topic is so important because there is a right way to process our burdens is what we're really getting at friends like there's a right way to do this and a way that peace and release will come Mm -hmm. from doing this in a way that god wanted to set it up for us the whole time yes and as we go through this too, keep in mind that this is universal i don't think that you ebb and flow to I mean there's going to be times when you're more burdened than other times 
But on some level, like we're dealing with burden every single day. Like I think about, you know, we've got two teenage kids. There's just like an underlying burden that we have every day because mm -hmm. we care so much about them. There's an underlying burden that we might have because of the situation in our world today, whatever. So this is just something that applies to all of us, which is why it's so important, important to focus on. And I want you to jump into, as we were looking at some of the different Bible verses on, on mm -hmm. this, like I want you to, because it was a, like an eye opening. We were talking about this on the porch last night. It's like it's this is so fun. I know because we've been learning so much. And when we were looking up, you know, different passages about well, what, how did Jesus deal with burden? How did some of the early church fathers deal with burden? There's right. one underlying thing that you actually came across, Susie. That was I, I, to me was really eye opening. Right. It was just it's just so incredible because. God just sets it up so beautifully. And it, I think we were in First Peter. I had been studying Galatians a lot. But then we were in First Peter, and it talked about cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. But like right before that, he just talks about dressing ourselves in humility as we relate to one another. And I think the thing that we discovered and we were just like, wow, that is so big. If you are burdened, there's no way you're going to have humility in those well, circumstances. It's, it's not that you're not going to have humility. It's that humility is your challenge because burden isn't a bad thing. It's just a part of life. But then the way to deal with it in a healthy way is through humility. But the temptation and the probably the most common way to deal with it is not with humility. Maybe I'll rephrase that. If I'm burdened, there's no way that I have humility <laughs> that I have it personally. No that's, no, that's not true, Susie, because if you're dealing with it, a yes, burden if you're in a dealing, healthy way, you do it with okay, humility. Okay, in the past, you're totally calling me out right now. But uh, yeah. in the past, like when I, when I didn't recognize how to process things right and not to have just a knee-jerk reaction, there wasn't a lot of humility going on. And it's just burdened is tied our burdens can be tied to this process in a healthy way but i just wasn't doing it in that regard yeah so like so, when we talked about the way that we can like our default like we said in the beginning the, the way that we default when we're dealing with burdens there's actually like an underlying piece of that that's super selfish, selfish right yeah. and it's interesting that as you were reading different passages in the bible whether it was one of the gospel writers whether it was peter whether it was paul they all kept coming back to this underlying piece of okay in a healthy way burdens are dealt with with humility mm -hmm. and that is almost the challenge right? right to deal with the burden the challenge is to do it with humility. with humility but that's really hard because me going internal that's me being selfish because i don't want to burden you with my burdens or whatever crap you know but by me doing that saying i can do it on my own what i'm saying is kind of prideful could, right it's saying that i've got what i need within myself to deal with this burden which is obviously not true you in the same way like you're just gonna let it fly out of your face right and 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 not care if somebody you know Right. gets hurt by that and same thing like instead of dealing with that in a healthy way you're being you're just trying to make yourself feel better about that burden and that is also selfish right it also was tied to sin our burdens if we are not careful and we're not processing them healthy and i'm not i'm not sharing that with you or i'm not sharing my burden with god that we're stuffing it really is what's happening and we all know what happens like when you stuff things like at some point you're gonna 
implode. At some <laughs> like, point, there's no more room like for all that stuff. Sin is going to take place, and whether you're going to hide more and you're going to start to discover um, selfish addictions, whether it's you know drugs, alcohol, secrets, you know, like it just things things when you bury things and you don't share things like it's all of a sudden like sin actually becomes a little bit more present in your life and and even anger like it talks Mm -hmm. about in the bible like there's kind of good anger or frustration and then there's unhealthy anger we've even talked about that you know with yeah like there's like anger is anger but how Mm -hmm. it's almost like burdens like anger is anger it's how you deal with it that matters burdens are burdens it's how you deal with them that matter and you know there's been a lot of talk throughout the history of christianity about different sins and you know and it gets really stupid a lot of the time but and i know we're not supposed to put a hierarchy on sins or whatever that's kind of the traditional thing that we've learned but i would argue (laughs) that pride i I mean if we're gonna put a sin at the top let's put pride at the top because it almost feels like it's the root of so much harm in relationships well it's funny you said that because in the same passage in galatians it says that right before it says dress yourself in humility as you relate to one another because god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble Mm -hmm. so here it is again and then the third piece of this is like when you're burdened and you're not sharing life with one another like it was also talking about adversity coming like attack comes even harder in those spaces and so it says watch out for your great enemy he's prowling around and just looking for circumstances maybe when people feel more burdened and they're they're um they're not very protected in that space because they're really vulnerable because they're not sharing life they're not kind of exposing things into the light that are that have been harmful and hurtful to them it's just like well you're setting yourself up here for a super huge like threat in so many regards right because if you don't i mean there's so many ways that this applies but since we're talking about burdens i'll try to stay focused there there. but but we're we learn different things and and we just learn it's like the you know we're we're trying to just figure out how to deal with life as we grow up right and as we uh, advance into adulthood and things like that a lot of the things that we learn to do to just kind of protect ourselves which is ultimately sometimes what we're doing when we're dealing with burns we're just figuring out how do i protect myself so this doesn't hurt so bad right and we do that often if nobody's taught us a healthy way to do it i think the default is unhealth you know which both of our stories show and so it's it's more about you know how can we recognize what's happening and then respond appropriately because if you don't actually spend some intentional time focused on how you respond to burdens, it's not just magically going to get better, and your relationships aren't going to just be get better and better because you're not dealing with burdens. Well, they're going to get worse and worse and worse. That's why often that happens. You know, they always say like marriages don't end in a day. It's because may, part of that might be because you don't know how to deal with burdens in a healthy way. And then if you do that enough over a long enough period of time, you feel like, whoa. You I know. know. I know. There is a reason too. I, I know it's in Matthew somewhere where he says, come to me, those who are weary, and I will give you rest. And that is also, there's another piece in there where it is tied to humility and he says, for my my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And and I think he even says in there, and I am humble. Like, I can yeah. help you let with me, this. Let me give you. And so so I think the first thing that's important, and then I've got a good, I've got a good analogy here. Okay. Suzette, I'm good, but I, okay. I don't want to get there yet. Okay. But the two things that we talked about 
in dealing with burdens. We've talked about what it looks like in an unhealthy way, which is ultimately selfishness. That means that it's all about you and feeling right. better about your burdens. When we talked about this in a healthy way, it's about sharing those burdens. And the two things that we talked about are really important is giving it to God. And the second thing is giving it to each other, which is maybe the more difficult thing, because I think we think, well, God can handle it because God's God. And But the way you can give your burdens to God is just through prayer and just by saying it out loud. And the way we can give it to one another is by trusting each other. And again, by saying this out loud and one of the most I think profound things that we talked about, Susie, in regard to this is we both said, man, when you say it, when you just say it out yes. loud, it's almost as if your shoulders can finally relax because yeah, you're not released. carrying that thing so heavy on your shoulders. Well, and what we've learned from this, I'm going to give you a perfect example because I got to live this out this last week. Um, I do some college ministry stuff up in Menominee on Wednesday nights and I was meeting with the group of students and kiddos, young adults, young adults our young adults of the world, budding leaders of tomorrow. <laughs> and if you ask any young adult, they have tons of burdens. <laughs> and so we were walking through all of this stuff and it was just a really good time. And I was asking them questions, you know, coming out of these scriptures and how they deal with their burdens. And one gal was so sweet and she was, I was like, so do do you go to God? Do you go to other people? She's like, oh no, I just I just hang on to all of it until I explode. And I was like, <laughs> How's that work? Well, for you? here's here's the point, everybody. So like that's that's not what God desires for us. And so I was like, so this week I just want everybody to really try to practice this. When when something comes upon you that you're just like, oh, this is frustrating to me, or I feel so weighed down by this, or I've got all these tests. I'm like, just try. Just try to talk to God about it or try to talk to somebody about it. And then Matt and I had the opportunity to go out with our own kiddos and have dinner on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And man, like Matt had mentioned, we have teenagers and that can just be incredibly challenging at times. And the the stuff they want to talk about sometimes. The the blessing and the curse of the way that we... So Susie and I never wanted to be parents. um, And we're so (laughs) thankful now that we have these wonderful human beings in our lives but it's been a challenge but the one thing that because we didn't like we didn't read any of the books we just no. like we were in a parking lot once we're like you know what do you think if we had kids and we they're were like all right literally in the target parking lot and, and uh and, and so we we're like started we started trying yeah right in the target parking lot no <laughs> But the the thing that we always said is, hey, let's keep our kids talking and let's let them talk about whatever they need to talk about. Well, which boy, is, do I regret that. Which is maybe, maybe we <laughs> no. should have put like a, a caveat next to it, like yeah. a little asterisk, like yeah. within the context of, some, yeah. I don't know. But they literally will talk about anything. And, and they, they love were. it. They do. They and, love it. And they were talking about, in a public place, like some things that I don't think most families talk about. But we're thankful. Well, but at the same time, it was kind of heavy. It was heavy. And I was just like, can we just... Like just be a normal family, like just. No. I don't even know what that looks like. I, I don't. No I don't either. But the I don't answer know if we is want no. that. At this point, the that. answer is no. So, so anyway, like the whole drive home, I'm feeling really burdened by things that have come out of my children's mouth, and just like I don't even understand how we're related. Sometimes, like we just couldn't think differently on certain topics and certain issues, but we're all navigating it and working it out and nobody threw anything at the table or got upset. No, there's actually even some laughter, but it was still crazy. It was heavy. And so on the way home, I was just kind of 
Like, you're, you're a little testy. Yeah, I was snarky. <laughs> well, I was quiet, and Susie's rarely quiet. So I'm just like processing, and my heart is aching about some of the topics that were coming out. And I was just like, wait a minute. I just told just last night, I just had a, a conversation with the college students about like, Okay, what does this look like in real time when I'm feeling burdened? I never even put two and two together. Like you had that college thing on Wednesday and our family little powwow and dinner was, was on Thursday. Thursday. That's hilarious. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. Okay, so like it's quiet in the car and I'm just, I, so I just kind of closed my eyes and I was like, Lord Jesus, I just give you this whole conversation that just happened over dinner and I just ask that you would give me peace and that... I wouldn't go home and I wouldn't have to like throw up and vomit all over Matt and because he was great. Matt was great the whole time. And so this isn't about like taking out my burdens on Matt. This was just like I need I need some time. So I even pray he doesn't ask me about it because if somebody oh, I was I wasn't gonna ask you. Somebody <laughs> asked me how I'm doing, like I'm just so fiery that I'm like, okay, let's get to it, you know. Right, right. But I was so I was really grateful because I felt like God protected me in that prayer request because you didn't ask me about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. go ahead and force it or talk about it. And I think I just went to bed and then the next morning yeah. we talked about it and I was still burdened by it. But what I want to share with you guys is how awesome Matt was. And he, so he let me share my burden and what I was disappointed in in that dinner experience. And I think I even got a little snarky, you know, with you. You might have. But, not, <laughs> but never once did you wear it. Like, Mm-mm. never once did you take on my burden. You know, you never came in the pit with me. You mm-hmm. responded so beautifully. And even asked me like, okay, well, here's like, here's how I want to keep growing in this. Here's how I want you to feel. Here's how I want to love you when you're feeling unseen or discouraged or frustrated. And then because of his gentle, humble response, he brought me out of the pit. And like, I didn't like bring him down into the pit, you know, he just... This is like a new version of, yeah. I mean, you can attest to this, right? This yeah. is a new version of your husband in the last, we'll call it certainly five years, maybe even like two years, right? The My my past response to Susie struggling with a burden, number one, I like to just uh, avoid it by making people laugh. And so mm-hmm. I would, that's one of the things I've always done, which hasn't been helpful. Now there's a time and place for laughter and joking, but when somebody's really feeling burdened, you know, that's not out, especially when it's your spouse, you know, that's not it's because my getting people to laugh was an avoidance technique. Right. And I'm pretty good at it. And so it's an easy way to avoid hard conversations. And then the other part is that I used to be really good at making it about me, getting selfish <laughs> about your burdens. Yeah. And you just have not done that in so long. And it's just been so we both have grown in different ways, but that has been such a gift. Yeah. Because you you have that power, you've always had that power to pull to pull me out. You've always been a person that has been light and optimistic mm-hmm. and a glass full, half full kind of guy. So, but the times when you were burdened and not processing your burden with me, you weren't able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not that was not not a light mat. And so the key. Man, the the key that keeps coming over and over and over, whether you're dealing with your own burdens or you're trying to help somebody else that you're close to, a spouse, a friend or whatever, if you're dealing with burdens on any sort of kind of level where it's a little bit deep and it's a little bit hard, like humility is the key. And so you need to respond to somebody else dealing with a burden 
just as humble as if you were dealing with your own burden. You can it's so that's such a delicate space. It is cuz they you know think about this scenario. They're your kids too and you could have gotten offended about how I was talking about your kids and my disappointment or my frustration and you yeah. could have been like, "Well, come on, Susie, they're just kids and they're trying to figure it out and they're on their own journey." But you didn't, you you just, you responded so beautifully to my pain. Mm-hmm. You didn't make it about you or you didn't take up an offense. And that's the number one issue with our world today right now is like we're so easily offended. We are. So. Yeah. So good. Humility. So yeah. Yeah, so humi- so the key when dealing with your burdens is humility. When you're dealing with it, make sure that you're not being selfish by either internalizing it, thinking you can deal with it on your own. When you're talking about big burdens, and again, that's relationships, kids, things that are going on in the world. If it's small things, sure, you can deal with some of that stuff on your own, you know, some little financial things, whatever. But when we're talking about things that matter, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that's the easy way to say it. When we're talking about things that matter, you're likely not able to deal with those burdens on your own. So it's so important, number one, to give them to God. So important, number two, to give them to one another. You have to trust those people that you're giving them to because their response has to be something that that <laughs> makes sense to you. And so Susie and I both, you know, do that with each other. But we also have a very small group of people outside each other that we will share our burdens mm-hmm. with as well because you have to be a little bit careful and you have to that person has to respond in a way that's going to be helpful and you know i was thinking about this as we kind of draw this toward an end here the the best way that i could think about and this is something that just happened to me um i'm not good about asking for help a lot of guys aren't good at asking for help a lot of humans aren't good about asking for help so before um before this winter we we're like cleaning up around the house remember and uh we have a couple of kayaks and in the winter what we do is we hang those kayaks on a wall well matt not only is he not good about asking for help with burdens he's not good about asking for help with anything and so Susie was in the house and so i could have just like said hey Suze, i just need help you know, putting these kayaks on the yeah, wall. I didn't but even know you were doing that no. project. Yeah, because I just was doing <laughs> it on my own per usual. And so I put the kayak, I grabbed the kayak, and it's not an easy thing. And kayaks are not super heavy, but for a single person trying to lug it up on a wall, on a ladder, right. like as I say it out loud, it sounds even stupider than I've thought about <laughs> it before. So anyway, I tried to do it all. I tried to take this burden of putting a kayak on a wall all by myself. I did it. And the the response that my body gave me was for two months, months my back hurt so bad that you had to help me put my socks on and to me when I think about that okay that's like such a great (laughs) thought in context of burdens you know when we talk about burdens with relationships kids finances whatever if we do it on our own long term there's going to be a lot more pain involved than if you have somebody help you just like if I would have if I would have just asked you for help which you'd have been more than happy to do wouldn't have bothered you in the least I would have saved myself literally two Two months months of the worst back pain I've ever had in my life in the same way if we deal with our burdens in a healthy way give them to God give them to each other we're saving ourselves so much pain, unnecessary pain <laughs> yeah. and energy of trying to deal with them on our own. And That's so, so good. Humility so good. is the name of the game. This this was such an awesome time of growth for us when we started dialoguing about this, even for chapel. And in chapel, I'm excited because we're going to look at this from 
the lens of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to have that discussion because that was really eye-opening as well. Um, So we're going to take a time when it seems like Jesus puts a burden on his disciples. And then we actually, in one of the Gospels, kind of get to see how they work it out, which is fun. It's really fun. It's a fun conversation. But you have to show up to hear about it. (laughs) And I'm excited about the music we're doing too. So, But anyway, um, I love this conversation. And it has, I have grown from it just from thinking about burdens and humility just even those two pieces there's there's so much that god has for us in these scriptures and i love the fact that anytime god was talking about this like in all of these different locations in the bible it was all tied to humility i love that so much well and the fun thing too is yeah we can look at it that way right that right. like god's speaking to us through these authors of the bible but also how cool it is is it that these heroes of the faith that we read about and read from in the bible that they're also talking about dealing with burdens and so like this isn't some new yeah. new crazy thing that's happening in modern times like burdens are just a part of life it's stuff that jesus dealt with them you know the early church fathers dealt with them the disciples dealt with them we deal with them and so because of that because there's such a rich history of burdens in our world and in our faith we do have a lot that we can glean from and take from. And, uh, you know, we always hear a lot about laying down your burdens, which I think is a beautiful thought. Lay down your burdens. <laughs> but I think, you know, maybe a more important thought ar- around what we're talking about is not laying down your burdens so much as allowing other people to help you carry them. Because I can't yes. lay down the burden of having children. I'm going to have those <laughs> kids for the rest of my life, hopefully, mm-hmm. right? And so that is just going to be an ongoing burden that we both have. And so we have to help each other and our friends have to help us carry that burden because we're not ever going to actually lay it down. We're going to hold that burden and we're going to be thankful that we get to hold that burden throughout our entire life, but we're going to need help from one another and from people around us. Yeah, both aspects with people and with God because there have been plenty of times, and I mean plenty of times, mm-hmm. when I have gone on walks and I my heart has been so burdened and broken for relationships or our kids or whatever and then i'll just give it to him and then i can't even explain how kind he is in that regard where all of a sudden after my walk i'm like oh i have such peace right now Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not nearly where i was a half an hour ago right which again reminds us kind of about what we talked about last month of the importance of like engaging in nature engaging in winter time and going to those spaces and giving yourself some time to work through your burdens and give them to God as well. And again, you know, finances, um, the the challenges of our, like all of these burdens are not things that we can just lay down and they go away, which again is why it's so important to handle them with humility, get in the practice of constantly giving your burdens to God and one another, not in a way that it's over the top, like not in the, go, the, the key is the order, right? Go to God first. Yeah. If that works and that's all you need, well, then yeah. you don't necessarily have to share it with anybody else. But there's going to be times when that's not, that doesn't feel like enough and you do have to talk it out with another human being. And so that's that. So the chapel, chapel is going to be again February 12th at 630. And if you're in the Eau Claire area, we'd love to see you there. It's at Cabin Coffee. And we're going to continue this conversation about burdens. And we're going to gather together, have some great music. And it's going to be a ton of fun. So Susie, thanks for joining me (laughs) this morning. Thanks for having me. And for the rest of you, I'd love to hear, you know, how you deal with your burdens. And so feel free to reach out because we're always trying to learn. We're 
always trying to grow ourselves and we are not the experts in how to deal with burdens um, and all of us together can help each other. So thank you all so much. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook, even though I hate social media with the <laughs> deepest passion in my being, but you can find me under my name, Matt Kinzeri. You can also find this podcast, Chasing Goodness on Facebook. And until next time, let's keep chasing goodness together.